The Second Punic War. Carthaginian Iberia. Between the 8th and 7th centuries BC, the Phoenicians, and later the Carthaginians, established trading contacts with the southern part of the Iberian Peninsula, as well as along part of the east coast. Their trading posts on the coast exported minerals and other resources available in Iberia and imported manufacturers from eastern Mediterranean. During the 7th century BC, Greek traders based in Massalia traded throughout the coastal commercial centers of the region without establishing a permanent presence and later founded the trading cities of Emporion and Rhodes. Part of the Greek trade was transported by Phoenician ships. The effect of contacts with the Greeks and the Phoenicians was the sum of the coastal native peninsular peoples adopted some aspects of these eastern Mediterranean cultures. After Carthage was defeated by Rome in the First Punic War, 264-241 BC, and lost the islands of Sicily, Sardinia, Corsica to Rome, Hamilcar Barca conquered southern Spain. His family established Carthaginian dominions in most of the southern Hispania. The subjugation of the tribes in Hispania, which were later extended over the greater part of the east coast of the peninsula, was achieved by force or through tributes, alliances, or marriages with local chiefs. The peninsula would go on to supply Carthage with a significant number of conscripts from areas controlled by Carthage, along with mercenaries, especially the Belaric Slingers and Celebitrians. The Ebro Treaty. Hamiclar was succeeded by Hasbro the Fair, his son-in-law, in 226 BC. Rome concluded a treaty with Hasbro with the stipulation that neither side should extend its dominion beyond the Ebro, while the Sanchuines, situated between the empires of the two people, should be preserved in the independence. The cities in the northern part of the east coast were concerned about the further Carthaginian expansion and allied with Rome to get her protection. This led to the establishment of the, the river Ebro and the boundary of the spheres of influence of the Carthaginians and the Romans in eastern Hysperia. The city of Sanctum also made alliance with Rome. It lay about midway between the Ebro and New Carthage, Rome. The latter was outpost founded by Hasbro the Fair. At this time, the Carthaginian territories lay to the southern, south of Sanctum. Hannibal, Hamkler's son and Hasdrubal's successor, extended Carthaginian territories northwards to the banks of the river Ebro. As a result, Sanctum found itself surrounded by Carthaginian territory. The Sanctum Matter the Second Punic War between Carthage and Rome was sparked off by an attack by Hannibal on Sanctuum. Hannibal found a pretext of, to wage war on Sanctuum in a dispute between the city and the surrounding Turdili. In response, Sanctuum sent envoys to Rome to ask for help. The Roman Senate decided and sent commissioners to Hispania to investigate the situation there to warn Hannibal, if necessary, to interfere with the Sanctuan matters and then to proceed to Carthage to submit the Sanctuan's complaints to the Carthaginian council. However, Hannibal had begun the siege of Sanctuum before the de their departure. The Senate decided to still send commissioners to Hannibal, and if he refused to cease hostilities, they would go to Carthage and demand his surrender in satisfaction of the broken treaty. The strong fortifications of Sanctuum and the stiff resistance by the populace repelled Hannibal's attacks. 
Hannibal was seriously wounded when he approached the city wall. When the Roman ambassadors arrived at the port, Hannibal said that it was unsafe for them to go to the city and that he was too busy to see them. Because he realized that if they could not see him, they would go to Carthage, he sent a letter to his supporters in Carthage telling them to prevent his opponents from making any concessions to Rome. The mission of the commissioners in Carthage achieved nothing. The Carthaginian council replied that the war was started by the Sanctuans, not by Hannibal, and that Rome would commit an act of injustice if he took the side of the Sanctuans. After a lull that allowed Sanctuans to build a new city wall to replace the damaged one, the fierce fighting resumed. Hannibal's peace conditions were that Sanctum was, were to give him all their gold and silver to the Turtili, and then the townsfolk were to leave the city and go wherever the Carthaginians should order them. The Sanctuines threw their gold and silver into a fire. Hannibal seized the city, and there was a great slaughter of its inhabitants. The siege of Sanctum was said to have taken eight months. Hannibal then wintered in Cartago Nova. In Rome, there was a feeling of shame at not having sent help to Sanctum and at Rome being so unprepared for war. Hannibal was now expected to cross the river Ebro with the support of forces from the Hispanic tribes. The Romans were concerned that this might rouse the Gauls in northern Italy to rebel. The Romans decided to fight two campaigns, one in Africa, the Roman name for today's Tunisia and western Libya, Carthage's homeland, and one in Hispania. Six Roman legions, 24,000 infantry, and 1,800 cavalry, and 40,000 infantry of Italian allies and 4,400 allied cavalry were levied. A, a fleet of 220 ships of war and 20 light galleys was prepared. Two legions with 4,000 infantry and 300 cavalry each, 16,000 allied infantry and an 1,800 cavalry and 160 warships and 12 light galleys were assigned to Tiberius Sempronus Longus, who has was to lead the expedition to Africa. The expedition to Hispania was assigned to Publius Cornelius Scrippo with two Roman legions. 14,000 allied infantry and 1,600 allied cavalry and only 60 ships because an enemy naval offensive in Hispania was not expected. A Roman commission was sent to Carthage to inquire whether the city had sanctioned Hannibal's attack on Sanctum. If, as it seemed likely, Carthage admitted to this, they were to formally declare war on Carthage. According to Livy, a Carthaginian senator replied that Rome was seeking to extort a confession of guilt. He added that it was for Carthage to investigate it and take proceedings against one of its citizens if it had done something to just, on just his own authority. The only point Rome could discuss was whether Hannibal's action was compatible with the terms of the treaty. He argued that Sanctum was not a Roman ally at the time of the treaty. Hasbarul had made a treaty with Sanctum that Carthage could not be bound to because it was made without her knowledge. Livy states that Quintus Fabius Maximum Vercosus, who had put forward the question, said, Here we bring, the, bring you war and peace, take which you please. In defiance, he was told to decide, and he preferred himself. He said that he gave Carthage war, and Carthage accepted. The Roman Campaigns The First Campaign in 218 BC, the expeditionary force to Hispania reached Massalia to discover that Hannibal was already on its way to Italy. Publius Cornelius Scipo sent 300 cavalry inland to locate Hannibal's forces. By the time Hannibal was crossing the river, 
he sent 5,000 Numidian cavalry towards the, the Romans to ascertain their numbers and their intentions. The two clashed, and the Romans won a bloody battle. Hannibal continued his journey to Italy. Publius Cornelius Scipo decided to return to Italy to fight Hannibal there, and sent his brother Genius Cornelius Scipo Cavalus to Hispania with the bulk of the expedi expeditionary force. Gnaeus landed at the Emporium. Livy states that Gnaeus gained the support of coastal peoples north of the Ebro, renewing old alliances and forming new ones. Several strong contingents were recruited from amongst them. Hanno, who was in charge of the Carthaginian forces in Hispania, encamped near the Roman and offered battle. Gnaeus Scipo, who preferred to fight the two Carthaginian commanders separately, the other Carthaginian commander was Rastrubal, Barca accepted. The result was the Battle of Sisa, which was fought near Taraco. Hanno was defeated and lost 6,000 men, while 2,000 of his men, including those who were guarding the camp, were taken prisoner. The Romans seized the camp and looted the, ba the baggage left by Hannibal, Hanno, and Inbilis. The chief of the Illibrints, who Plebeius described as despot of all central Iberia and strenuous supporter of the Carthaginians, was also captured. Hasdrubal, who had crossed the Ebro with 8,000 infantry and 1,000 cavalry to, to look for the Romans and soon, as soon as they landed, heard of Hanno's defeat. He looked at the sea and he found the Roman fleet near Turaco. Hasdrubal landed his cavalry, which found and killed many, Roman, many of the Romans who were foraging in the surrounding countryside and forced them back to their ships. He then withdrew across the Ebro before Gennius Scipo returned. The latter left a small garrison of Turaco and booked, took the fleet back to Emperor. Hasdrubal then incited the Illyriges, who gave given Gnaeus Scipo hostages to revolt. Their men ravaged the fields of the local Roman allies. Gnaeus Scipo came out of his winter camp and devastated the army of the Ilgrits, drove them to their capital, Antigirus, besieged it, subdued the Ilgrits, and extracted the, his, the hostages and money. He then attacked the Astunae near the Ebro, who were Carthaginians' allies, and ambushed Lacentae, who had come to the assistance to their neighbors, killing 12,000 of them. The siege of Antigurus lasted for 30 days. After, the chief of the Iglirts fled to Hasdurl. The town surrendered. Gainiscipo established winter quarters in Taraco. In 217 BC, Hasdrubal marched his army along the coast while his ships sailed near the shore. Gainius Shippo embarked with his best troops on 35 ships. His scouts spotted the enemy fleet at the mouth of Ebro, and the Carthaginians hastily prepared for the battle. But in the Battle of the Ebro River, the Roman ships approached in the battle formation and the enemy ships fled. The Carthaginian line was overstretched, and they did not manage to make it into the mouth of the river and ran ashore. The men disembarked the, at the mouth of the river and joined the infantry. The Romans dragged the beached ships into the water and seized 25 of them. Hasdrubal withdrew the Car Cartago Nova. The Romans devastated the coastal lands as far as the pass of Castula, which led through the Sierra Mondera, north of Cartago Nova. Gainius Scipo then headed 
north gaining submission of many of the communities north of Ebro. However, Mandonius and Ibilis, the chieftains of the Iligartes, got their tribesmen to ravage the lands of the Roman allies. Gnaeus Scipio sent a detachment that easily defeated them. Meanwhile, the, the Celtiberians, who lived in the east eastern central Hispania, invaded the area near Cartago Nova. The seized three fortified towns, defeating Hasbro, killed 15,000 and took 4,000 prisoners. Publius Schippo, whose command was extended, rejoined his brother and brought a reinforcement of 30 warships, 8,000 troops, and a large supply con convoy. As Hadrubal was occupied fighting the Celtiberians, the brothers marched to Sanctum. Gnaeus Schippo then took charge of the army, and Publius Schippo commanded the fleet. In 216 BC, after he received reinforcements of 4,000 infantry and 1,000 cavalry from Africa, Hasdrubal gave orders to the Carthaginian fleet to be put into readiness to protect Belaric Islands and the coast. There was a desert desertion of the naval captains who were no longer loyal after being heavily censured and for cowardice and abandoning the fleet at the Battle of the Ebro River. The deserters had started an agitation amongst the Tartessi, and several cities revolted. Hasdrubal invaded the Tartessi territory, surrounded their camp, and won a battle. Hasdrubal was ordered by Carthage to make for Italy as soon as possible, and sent General Himilco and his army to Hasdrubal's place. Hasdrubal hired Gaelic mercenaries and sent off towards Ebro. Two Scipos prepared to meet him and try to stop him from joining Hannibal in Italy. They concentrated their forces at the Ebro and crossed the river. They decided to hinder his march by attacking Carthaginian allies. They prepared to besiege Hebra, a town near the Ebro that was the richest one of the area. Instead of coming to Hebra's, Hebra's aid, Hasdrubal attacked a town that was a recent Roman ally. The Romans abandoned the siege and headed towards Hasdrubal. The Carthaginians were rooted to Hasdrubal and he fled with, fled with a few followers. This secured the wavering tribes for Rome, forcing Hasdrubal to remain in Hispania. In 215 BC, Mago Barca, Hannibal's brother, was preparing to go to Italy with a force of 12,000 infantry, 1,500 cavalry, 20 elephants, and 60 warships. Carthage considered sending him to Hispania instead. However, Sardinia looked vulnerable as the Romans were sending fresh and undisciplined troops there, and the Sardinians were ready to rebel if they had a leader. Therefore, Mago was sent to Hispania, with Hasdrubal was sent to Sardinia. The town of Vilturgi, which had gone over to the Romans, was attacked by three Carthaginian armies under Hasdrubal, Mago, and Hannibal, the son of Bomacler. The Scipios forced their way through to the camps, brought corn, the town was in need of food, that encouraged the town to fight. The resultant battle was between 60,000 Carthaginians and 16,000 Romans. Yet the Romans routed the enemy, which lost 16,000 men and 7 elephants. 3,000 men and 1,000 horses were captured. The three camps were seized. The Carthaginians attacked the nearby town of Itabili and recruited men from the area who were eager to fight for booty and, or pay to make off their losses. There was a second battle, and the Carthaginians lost 13,000 men. 2,000 men and 9 elephants were captured. Livy wrote that nearly all the tribes of Spain went over to Rome, and the successes gained in Hispania that summer were far greater than those in Italy. In 214 BC, Mago and Hasdrubal routed a large Hispanic force 
All of Hispania south of Ebro would have defected from the Romans if Publius Cornelius Scipio had not quickly crossed the river while his allies were still wavering. At first, he encamped at the Castrum Album, probably modern Alcidian, whose citadel had been fortified and stocked with grain. However, the area which was filled with the enemy and the Roman column was attacked. The Romans moved to a quieter area and fortified a camp at Victory Mountain. Gannis Scipio arrived with all his troops. Hasdrubal, the son of Gisco, usually called Hasdrubal Gisco by modern writers, also arrived. The Carthaginians had, is, now had three commanders and a full army. The encampment across a river opposite the Roman camp. Publius Scipio went out with the, some light cavalry in reconnaissance, but he had spotted. He was wounded, and he would have been overpowered had he had not seized the hill nearby. He was surrounded, but his brother rescued him. Castulo, which was which was powerful city and close ally of Carthage, Hannibal took a wife from there, defected to Rome. The Carthaginians set out to seize the Roman garrisons of Italgurus. Gainish Scipio went to his aid with the legion in a light marching order, fought his way between the two Carthaginian camps, inflicted heavy losses on the besiegers, and entered the town. The next day, he carried out a successful sortie. The Carthaginians lost over 12,000 men, and more than 1,000 were captured. They left and begun to besiege Bagheera in the upper valley of the river Betes. Gainius Scorpio raised the siege without a fight. The Romans pursued them, and there was another battle. Publius Scipio was carried to the field on a litter. The Romans won. Mego was sent by his brother to raise troops among his locals. These soon replaced the casualties and incited another battle. The enemy was defeated again, and they lost more than 8,000 men and three elephants. 1,000 men and eight elephants were captured. Two Gaelic chieftains, Monosopto and Visimaro, fell in the battle. The Romans had seized Signatum and expelled its Carthaginian garrison. The Tur Duli, who had brought about the war between Sanctium and Carthage, were, were defeated. They were sold into slavery, and their city was destroyed. In 213 BC, Syphax, king of Massalia, of western Numidia, which is now Algeria, rebelled against Carthage. The Scipios sent three officers to conclude an alliance. The Numidians were traditionally cavalrymen and did not have any infantry. Syphax asked for help with equipping and training infantry. One of the Roman officers, Statorius, stayed behind as an advisor. Syphax sent envoys to Hispania to get the approval of the Roman commanders and to be persuaded by the Numidians and the Carthaginian army to defect to Rome. Statorius sent up troops based on the Romans' model and taught the entrenchment work on other military tasks. The Carthaginians sent envoys to Gala, the king of Massali, of eastern Numidia, to ask for help. The young Messinius persuaded his father to assign him to the commander of the war against Simpax. The Carthaginians helped. He won a big battle. Simpax filled with some cavalry with the Miserul, a Numidian tribe in the northern Morocco opposite Gades. Livy did not say what happened. He also wrote that the only thing worth recording for Hispania for that year was the Romans hired 
Celebritan mercenaries for the same sum of Carthaginians paid. This was the first time Romans had mercenaries in their camp. He also wrote that for two years the conflict in Hispania was carried on by diplomacy more than by arm. Messina went on to lead Numidia cavalry troops who fought alongside the Carthaginians in Hispania. In 212 BC, the two Scipios joined their forces and agreed that it was time to push for the end of the war. There are 20,000 Celtibrians and thought that they had enough as a reinforcement. Hasdrubal and Gizgo and Mago had united their armies and their joint army camp was about five days' march from the Romans. The camp of Hasdrubal Barca, the veteran of Hispania, near a city called Antorgus, was the nearest one. The two Scipios went to attack their, this first, but they were afraid that if they were defeated, the two that other Hasdrubal and Mago would withdraw to the forest and the mountains and prolong the war. Thus they divided their forces into two to cover the whole Hispania. Publius, who had led two-thirds of the Romans and Italian allies against the Mago and Hasdrubal, and Gilius was to lead one-third of an old army and the Celebritans against the Hasdrubal Barca. They set up together an encampment near Antorgus, in sight of the enemy on the other side of the river. Publius Scipio then moved on. Hasdrubal Barca realized that his opponents depended on the Celtibrians and sent out to get them to defect. The Celtibrian chieftains were offered a large bribe to withdraw their forces. With the prospect to get equal money to go home, they left. Neus Scipio withdrew as far as he could. The enemies had crossed the river and was pushing him. Meanwhile, Publius Scipio had to face the arrival of Massacina and Numidians. Massacina sought to check the Roman advances with constant attacks by day and night. To cut off the foragers, he also rode to the Roman outpost causing alarm and confusion. He often charged the ramparts at night. Intibilis was approaching with 7,500 Sustinian who lived in today's western Aragon to help the Carthaginians. The situation was developing into a siege. Pupius Shippo was forced to risk advancing the, on Indibilis at night. When daylight came, he was having this better as a regular battle fought in order of march rather than of battle. However, the Numidians showed up and swept round both flanks. The Carthaginian commanders also arrived and attacked from the rear. Publius Shippo was killed by a lance. The Romans fled, but they were pursued and more were killed than in the, than in the battle. Night brought the carnage to an end. Hasdrubal and Mago went to the Hasdrubal Barca by force marches. Thinking that their joint forces would bring the, the war to a close, Gnaeus realized that his brother had been defeated and withdrew, covering a great distance in one night and eluding the enemy. When at dawn, the later realized that he had gone. The Numidian cavalry pursued at full speed, caught up with him, and forced him to defend himself while still trying to advance so as not to be caught by the infantry. As this seriously delayed him, Gnaeus Scipio led his men into, onto a hill. This enabled the Romans to fend off the Numidians. However, when the Carthaginian commanders arrived, they were without entrenchments and their position was unattainable. The hill was rocky. There was no wood to make a stockade, no earth for a rampant, and it was still not steep enough to make an ascent difficult. The Romans tied together their saddles and the baggage to form a barricade. 
The gaps were filled with kits and packages, as it was difficult to clamber over. Remove the heavy obstacles or cut through the tightly packed saddles, the enemy was delayed for a considerable amount of time. However, they managed to make up several openings. The Romans were slaughtered, but a good many managed to escape. Gnaeus Scipio was killed 29 days after his brother. The Roman defeat was almost total, and they would have been driven out of Hispania had it not been for Lucius Marcellus, an officer who rallied the remnant of the rooted forces, assembled the force, and joined Tiberius Fontanus, who had been left in charge of the Publius Scipio's camp. They pitched the camp north of Ebro, and the so soldiers elected Lucius Marcellus as their commander. The defenses were strengthened, and the supplies were stored. Hasdrubal Gizgo crossed at the Ebro. When the enemy approached, Lucius Marcius gave the battle signal, which caught the Carthaginians by surprise. The Roman army had been annihilated, and they wondered where these men were from and who had their commander was. They slowly withdrew, and as the attack became more consistent, they fled. Lucius Marcius withdrew. Lucius Marcius noticed that the Carthaginians were careless in guarding their camps and devised a plan. He considered that it was easier to attack Hasdrubal's camp while he was alone, because the three Carthaginian commanders might unite. The other Carthaginian camps were six miles beyond Castrubal's. A Roman contingent with some cavalry hid in the thick wooded valley between the enemy camps, which cut off the road. The rest marched to the camp quietly as night. There were no outposts and no guards, and they entered without op opposition. The enemy was killed while half asleep. The Romans then went to the second camp, where there were carelessness too. The men at the outpost were unarmed. The Romans attacked, and their shields were bloodied by the previous battle. They frightened the enemy who fled. Those who were not killed were driven out of the camp. Livy noted that according to one source, as many as 37 of the enemy were killed, 1,830 were captured. Another source held that the Mego camp was taken, that 7,000 of the enemy were killed, and the battle against Hebdustrubal was a sortie. As 10,000 were killed and 4,380 were captured, according to the third source, 5,000 men were killed in an ambush when Mago pursued the Romans. These feats were romanticized by Roman writers, as it was noted that they were probably made possible by Carthage's delay in following up to their advantage.